the narrator of Urban Scare, or should I say one of them, or should I say my favorite one? Yes, yes I am. Okay, yes I am, I guess that'll do. <laughs> Tell me a little about yourself. I'm 6'4 and weigh 197 pounds. Okay, well, you sound interesting. I am completely self-absorbed and was recently diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Pepper that with narcissistic and sociopathic tendencies and you get an interesting, unpredictable man. Pretty cool. Don't you think? better get on with the narration, okay? You're a great narrator! Sherry's. Bye! Sherry's. Alright, let's get on with episode 29. My best work, turning a pale vampire into a black okay. man. I get the roots. Going to Junior's hood as a black man. And as soon as I get close enough to George J's, ex-beta, I'm following orders and bringing the asshole wolf back, alive. After that, I'll enjoy wiping out Junior's entire neighborhood. In the meantime, not stuttering feels good. The two cops that stopped him earlier had made an awful lunch. He still tasted the bad blood running through their fat bodies. The male drank too much and the woman cop had too many prescriptions in her system. He had to get on the internet, find out information on Junior. What was the asshole's real name? How old was he and did he have mental problems? But first, he needed cash. He drove to a drugstore on the other side of town. The moment he stepped in the door, the clerk's eyes widened. If he didn't do something, the man may push an alarm and again, he'd have to deal with the police. The vampire needed to do something to relax the clerk. But what? Introduce himself. Be friendly. Tell the clerk his name. Think. Quick. A black name. Oh my god. Damn, he had blood on his shirt. My name is Tyrone Rogers. I just finished filming a vampire movie with Viola Davis. Guess I forgot to chain. Oh my god. I love Viola. Glad to hear that. She's a brilliant actress and very down to earth. I'm studying, acting, and one day, I hope to meet her. Before I leave, we can take a selfie together. That way when the film comes out. Okay, that'd be great. As Tyrone walked around the store, the man watched him closely in the overhead mirrors, then put his cell phone up to his ear. Chad, there is a fine-ass man walking around in the store. He's an actor who's making a film with Viola. The vampire yes, secretly me, thanked Viola. the demon for giving him a reflection and the witch for blessing him with good looks. He kinda liked his new name, Tyrone. He smiled at his reflection. Tall, 
With coffee-colored skin, a banging body, and black eyes, he stared up at the clerk and winked. The man smiled back. The vampire strutted to the front of the store, handed the man a Snickers bar then leaned on the counter. Time for that selfie. Junior seems to think he found a new pet. It's okay, boy. I'm going to take care of you. Before I was discharged, I was a medic in the army. Like a damn, meek, trained dog, Leon pads behind him. Junior has no idea what he is dealing with, an angry werewolf whose only goal when he heals is to kill the white man who shot him, and then... Junior. Because the werewolf must heal, Junior is safe for now. He walks the werewolf slow, hoping the landlady who detests animals won't see him sneak the wounded dog up the stairs, down the hall, and into his apartment. The werewolf is injured. He needs at least 24 hours of deep sleep to heal. When Junior opens his apartment door, acrid smells attack the werewolf's senses. He stops. A dish with spoiled food sits on a TV tray placed in front of a tattered couch. Candy wrappers and empty potato chip bags are strewn across a torn carpet. There is nothing the werewolf can do about any of the filth around him. He's got to heal. When that happens, he plans to kill his so-called savior. Junior leads him into the bedroom. Whenever Junior walked to the little store down the street, the old woman opened his door and checked every room. The last time Junior stepped out, when he got back, she was sitting on the steps leading to his apartment, waiting for him. Lady, please. What's your problem? I bet you my tax money is paying your rent. I serve my country. No. My son served this country and he died doing it. You did nothing but take up space. And now you're collecting free money from the government. I'm sorry about your son. I wish I could evict your lazy ass, but I'm sure you'd sue me. My son was the ultimate hero. He risked his life to save these lazy people who do nothing but play their music loud and make jokes. My I want America to be great again. I'm going to do everything I can to get this no-gooder gone. Vampire Tyrone drove back to the neighborhood from the small pharmacy. He still tasted the clerk's blood. The man was healthy and had taken care of himself. His blood was sweet and delicious and quenched his thirst for now. Tomorrow, he'd find another donor. Maybe even Junior, Leon's rescuer. Why the hell did you let that witch change your skin color? You could have stopped her. 
A familiar voice interrupted his thoughts. Shit. Who is this? The white, more intelligent, you. Remember, white, more intelligent, you. The demon sent me to her to get rid of my stutter. Or should I say, your stutter. You insulted her and guess what? I'm black. Which by the way, was brilliant. What the hell would I have done if I still looked like pale as hell, you? So what are you going to do now, Jesse? Sorry, Tyrone. I don't know yet. So you're sitting at the curb with your car idling in a business suit with blood on your shirt and jacket. When a cop stops you again, Jesse, what are you going to do? Eat them. Get a motel room, dumbass. He got out of the car and walked toward Junior's apartment. I know. Get shot. Damn. The white him was right. He walked back toward his car. Now, let me guide you. Shut up, asshole. You're the one who got us into this in the first place. You were given orders not to kill the werewolf. While the vampire Tyrone argued with his white self, Dumbass. Junior decided he'd walk down to the mini-mart and buy some dog food and medical supplies for his new pet. The vampire Tyrone watched Junior walk out of his apartment and down the street. A shadow moved across the window. Someone was in Junior's apartment. He had to get up there. If it was dark, he could climb along the side of the building but... They'll see us. Shut up, asshole. His feet barely touching the floor, the vampire floated up to the second floor and... The landlady had her back turned so... She didn't see him come inside. He's nothing but a pig. The picture of a black man wearing a sports coat sat on top of the coffee table. He looked like a businessman. A useless, taking up space, pick. My son would never live like this. The vampire Tyrone decided he'd transform himself to look like him. Where did you come from? You're too honorary to have a heart attack, so stop the dramatics. I can hear your beat. For an old ass bitter woman, you're healthy. So, why are you in this man's apartment? I wanted to inspect. I think you have illegally entered your tenant's apartment without his permission or... My son was the ultimate war hero. I own this building. And this gives you the right to enter a tenant's apartment without notification. Is anything missing? If you ever enter this apartment illegally again, he will own your property. Now, get out. Never. The woman grabbed her cane, lifted herself up and seemed to hobble out the door. The werewolf heard mumbling coming from the living room but could do nothing about it. He closed his eyes and went back to sleep.
Our unconscious werewolf dreams of his brother. I am responsible for my brother's death. He is not hunting as wolf with me. I cannot forgive myself until I finish what I have started. Thank you for listening to Urban Scare, an original fantasy horror story created, written and produced by Suzanne Daniels. <laughs>